In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as a wonderful flock of your servants, children, at this morning, we come together and pray, especially at this moment, for your children in Ukraine and all the turmoil they are suffering right now. And we ask you, Lord, to bring peace to those nations. In the same way, we Christians, we can pray for them and we can see and witness the end of this situation far away from us. We believe in you, that you reign and control this world. And this is your beautiful creation. In your name we pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. Merciful Lord, in our sins, we deserve not a single utterance from you. Yet, according to your grace, you have given to us the word incarnate. Even your own son, Jesus Christ, who has accomplished our salvation. According to the same grace, lives us not in a feminine for your word, but richly speak into our ears and our hearts to our joy. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The scripture reading for today is in the book of Amos and the Old Testament, chapter 8 and verse 11 to 12. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will send a famine on the land. Not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but for hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea and from north to east. They shall run and to, uh, to and from to seek the word of the Lord, but they shall not find it. This is the word of the Lord. Let's sing together, O Christ, you walked the road.
Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Amen. Buenos días. Today, I voy a hablar todo el sermón en español. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> I bet you some of you are nervous. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> uh, part of my um, childhood, I was spent visiting the small town where my paternal grandfather lives in Honduras. I can still see that scene in my, in my memory as if um, we were just yesterday. In front of my grandfather's house, a person herding cattle one way in the morning to feed them and then in the, uh, back in the afternoon to their curl. The following caught my attention when I was a child. The man was carrying a long pointing stick walking behind the group of cattle. Then I observed then uh, when one of the animals uh, got out from the group, walked slowly, he will poke it on, on touch in the back of the, uh, his animal. And this is what I love to hear in my granddad's uh, small village. When this guy behind the cattle said, Ip, Ip, Ip. So I learned the translations is, uh, if you leave that group, I will spot you again. <laughs> But that was not only that. I, I, and then I, I, I noticed that the, 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 the ox or the cow it turned uh, his head back to the guy and said, mm. <laughs> translation, that, don't do that again or I will re you will regret it. <laughs> By the way, the, way the, the word herdsman, I love how they pronounce it in Spanish. Boyero, herdsman, like Amos. Say boyero. Sound like a salsa, boyero, boyero. <laughs> when I read the story about the prophet Amos, um, his profession is a shepherd, herdsman, thick picker, or boyero, helps me understand better why God saw him out of to prophesy to the nation of Israel and to the rest of the world. The name uh, Amos means the one who carried the load, like um, a herdsman, shepherd, or boyero. I think we all feel at some point like Amos is a herdsman, because all of us in the ministry carry a burden of carrying the flock for the flock of the Lord, to lead us to lead His flock to green pastures. That's why I find so comfort, comforting to remember the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. We may remember Amos this morning as one of the greatest preachers of judgment and repentance. Although the flock changed over time, just as the worldview changes, but the word of God never changed. I'd like to know that Amos and his prophetic word was a former like Moses, Elijah, and other people in the old days in the religious life of Israel. He was a preacher with a message of judgment, but with goal, the goal of bringing them into the grace of God. 
like Amos, God has called us to give a testimony to the world that is not always what the world wants to hear, but what God wants us to speak. We are living in a generation where many have no interest in hearing God's word. There seems to be no hunger or thirst for him. We are witness, brothers and sisters, that in recent years, we have seen how many congregations across the nation are disappearing. And many pastors from many Christian denominations have abandoned their ministry due to discontent, lack of support from congregation, insulations, that pandemic, et cetera, et cetera. You know better than I. I read some alarming data from Barnard Research, which, research, which some of you may also have seen. This newly collected data indicates that many pastors are currently in crisis and at risk, at risk of burnout. Just in the last year, 2021, alone, there has been a dramatic 38% increase in pastors who are thinking of leaving ministry altogether. At the same time, we know that many of our congregations have been affected in various ways. According to LifeWay research as well, reveals some interesting facts as well. While the church attendance is slowly recovering from this pandemic restrictions, one in 10 people will not return to our congregations or our church. What are we gonna do? We have a challenge. But blessed be the Lord who has equipped us with his gift and talents, and he comes with us to lead his flocks to the green pastures of the war and sacraments. This is why we must not forget, brothers, that the Lord himself established the office of the ministry so that the word of the prophets and the apostles continue to be preached to the people until the Savior Jesus Christ returned. Like Amos today, we are pastors who is first and foremost a preachers and proclaimer of the word of God and who happily bear the yoke and burdens of Christ. As Martin Luther reminds us, whenever you listen to me, you are not listening to me, but to Christ. I do not give you my baptism, my body, and my blood. I do not absolve you, but Christ do. And like Amos 2, we can firstly announce and repeat his words again. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread, not a, a thirst but what, uh, for water, but a hearing the word of the Lord. Hunger and thirst to hear the word of God, not to, to know the Bible is one more book, but to know God himself and his holy will for all of us. Not to water down his message to suit what the world wants to hear. God does not change his message. He does not lower it. He does not accommodate it to our own taste, not even the taste of the demons. God does not leave us alone. But he comes for us. Come for you, come for me to know that he is with us today and tomorrow. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. 
they must then go on to say, they shall wander from sea to sea and from north to east. They shall run to and from the, and from to seek the word of the Lord, but they shall not find it. As a desperate looking for comfort when they need it, but they will not find it because they have rejected the message of salvation. I love also how Martin Luther said in his commentary on Amos, and I want to read this to you, quote, Luther said, I am sure you never heard much of God's word before in his days. Amazing. Yes, he is here today. If we let it pass without thanks or honor, I fear we shall suffer a more dreadful darkness and plague. Check this out. I love it. How he said this part. He said, my beloved Hispanics. Wait a minute. Germans. <laughs> my beloved Germans. <laughs> but not. In translation today, my beloved LCMS. Chop while the market is at your doorstep. Harvest while the sun is out, when the weather is fine, Luther said. Make use of God's grace in the word, in the word while he is there. Therefore, grab him and hold him, whoever can. I love that quote of Luther. In this moment of our history that we are living, the Lord invites us to continue to share the good news of the gospel of Christ with no fear, but with courage and determination. And they can say with the prophet Jeremiah too, your words were found and I ate them and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. But we must be vigilant and pray that it's not taken from us again and keep silent because we have stopped sharing in our neighborhoods, in our communities. Jesus Christ, the divine word of God, promised to be present until the end of times. And we have the immense blessing to share in his beautiful words with the world around us. And we are privileged to be part of his plans of salvation to those who live without Christ. Brothers and sisters, let us advantage, take advantage of this momentum, of this era, of this technology that we are living. And let us communicate the word of the Lord abroad in this beautiful world. At the same time, we must continue to insist on education and training for effective, committed Leadership, so we may continue to connect with our communities and our neighborhoods. May your hands, greeting them, be the hands of Jesus Christ. And also, that greeting will not always be appreciated for the world. And also, many simple ones to silence our message. But the Lord calls us. The Lord calls us to proclaim the message of forgiveness, salvation, and eternal life to this world that we are living in. We must, we must keep telling the world about Jesus and his beautiful message. Because he died for us and he rose for us and for them. To the mighty God be the whole glory forever and ever. Amen.
Thank you.